Maybe the Shining talk though as well. Mm. It's not the music for Shining. Mm-mm. The sultry sounds of the movie makes me feel shiny. Right. Keep going, Matt. Dickers is flying too close to the sun. <laughs> <laughs> How do you expect me to work under these conditions? <laughs> Guys, welcome to the Movie Dummies Podcast. Thank you so much for joining. Um, you know, I'm coming in a little hot with this music. I need to be, <laughs> I need to be more chill, right? Yeah. Right. All right. Bye. Welcome to the Movie Dummies Podcast. I am Joe. I'm Shannon. Dang. I'm Okay, that was beautiful. No notes. <laughs> We are the movie dummies. We just sit here and we talk about crap. It, we really should think about changing our name to the TV dummies. <laughs> Media dummies. Since we mostly just talk about TV anymore. I watched well, you know, I have some like... movies to talk about this week. Me too. Good. We still dummy. Movie talking. Yep. People. We dummies start farting. Movies. I'm totally ruining my brain thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> So who wants to start? What's 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 right on top of mind for somebody's brain hole that they saw something they just want to get it out? So, if y'all don't mind, I'd like to talk about a quote unquote classic. I'm ready. So this week I watched Stanley Kubrick's The Shining for the very first time in my life. Yes. Okay. So. I didn't watch this as a kid and you know, I just wanted to, I wanted to watch it for a long time, but everybody talked it up so much and I was, I knew I was going to be disappointed and boy, howdy was I right. It was, it was, it was a rough set. It was long. How long is the running? That's what she said. Two twenty. It's like, yeah, it's like two twenty, two thirty, something like that. It is very, Mm -hmm. very long. (laughs) Thank you. So, other than (laughs) the movie being just long and drawn out in your aspect, how would you? Because it's claimed as a classic. Is it the acting that you think is the classic? I have an answer to this. It's going to be super generic, but I think I have an answer. So, let me give it a go real quick. I think it's it was probably something really special at the time, groundbreaking for whatever reason. No. At the time, no. No. I don't know then. Oh. It's just a Kubrick movie. Oh. Okay. How many had he had before that though? That was this is probably his big Yeah, this is probably the one that got big like super big. Oh no. 2001. Is Psycho one of his movies? Space Odyssey, that's right. But what? Oh, no. no, that's uh, Hitchcock. Yeah. And, a clock, and a clock at a work clock orange. orange. A clock is. What's the Vietnam movie? Yeah. Uh, I forgot. It's Kubrick. He's got lots Dr. of Dr. Strange Love, Spartacus, Full Metal Jacket's the Kubrick movie, but that's after. It's an 87. Yeah. I guess I haven't seen any. Never mind. I would say so, Spartacus is the one that put him on the map. That's just me. I'm not a big, I'm not a big fan of his style, just in general. So there, the that's was unbearable. 
that's going to be my my thing, right? Is that you didn't not like the movie. Did I say that right? You yeah. don't like Kubrick. Yeah, it's kind of like Tim Burton with me. I just sure. I just don't vibe on the style, you know? It's like well, I, I guess I can appreciate it for what it was, although I do have some issues with the acting in some of it, in some parts. Um, the kid was kind of like, I don't know, a paper bag. Like, it, it, I don't know, it wasn't rather, wow. rather static. It was rather static that for the most wrong. part. Um, Shelley Duvall was just I mean, she wasn't acting. She was just living a nightmare. Sure. Because Kubrick made it a nightmare for her on that set. So any any points where she's not, like, meant to be terrified, she's not a very good actress. And Nicholson, I, I think, is act, great, though. She didn't act too much beyond that, correct? No. She's not in pretty much anything I think, else beyond. I think this movie ruined her. Like she, she was down to like eighty-seven pounds or something by the end of it. Like she was, gen. It was genuinely wow. an awful experience for her. Um, Nicholson was fantastic for sure. He he was As per right. He was his, his spiraling descent into madness. And there's here's the thing that I think. Even I ebb and flow with this movie. I do respect it for what it is. I'm not a huge fan of Stanley Kubrick. In fact, I think The Shining is really the only movie he's made I like. Are you out of your fucking mind? Oh, my God. No, 2001 can suck a cock. Clockwork Orange is awful. Uh, Full Metal Metal Jacket past the first 40 minutes is just bullshit. Um, This is my opinion, Aaron. I'm not saying that this is true for everyone. Eyes Eyes Wide Shut is... so true. Eyes wide shut is just. Uh, you, you, you sound very authoritative when you say these things. So oh. it's tough to distinguish fact and yes. opinion with you because you have so much useless information up there. It's confusing to me. Well, here we go, Aaron. Disclaimer this is my opinion. I personally don't. Like, I understand the genius of Stanley Kubrick. I don't. Like, I cannot justify in my head his end result to him making an actor or actress do 240 takes of a scene like to me that's like abusive Mm. yeah yeah that is quite terrible and then there's like the opposite it's clint eastwood he's like yep we got it and he'll shoot you know a four minute monologue two pages of dialogue he's like yep we got it first first take and he just moves on yep so, I mean, there's there's definitely different things. And I think the thing about Kubrick's style is is so methodical that you have to have, like, an inner brain sort of talk with yourself about... You're going to have to be patient watching this movie. Um, it's methodical to the extent that if Michael Bay watched one of his movies, his head would explode. <laughs> like, he just... He has no idea what type of pathos is involved in making a Kubrick movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. And Kubrick sure knows how to do it, but good lord buddy does it it's almost masturbatory like who's he doing this for it's really just for him yeah he made movies that he would want to watch but he's a weird guy I don't know why he would want to watch these types of movies but there are things about The Shining I absolutely love it's a complete departure from Stephen King's book which is interesting why he would do that 
I don't know. Aaron, what do you think, buddy? I like the movie, but by no means am I going to watch the movie again. I just, when I've seen Kubrick's movies, they're enjoyable, kind of like the um, the Christopher Nolan movies. They're they're not trendsetters per se, but they are unique in what they do. And you make the statement of he makes movies that he wants to watch. I'll tell you right now, if I'm making movies, that better be a primary factor of what I'm making the movie for. Even if it's there to make money, I'm making art that I enjoy, that I want to see. And so, now I do not condone any of the nasty, terrible things that he has done or say that's uh, appropriate or it should have been done to get the end product. But I like the movies that I've seen, but they're all like, they're like single rides. You know what they are? A Kubrick, as great as it is, is like the Tower of Terror at Disney World. You got to take a run on it. You're probably not going back. Yeah. Yeah, it's very true in my sense. Like, I've watched this movie, but I think I've only watched it the one time. Yeah, I don't... I don't I, you know, I wasn't alive when it came out, so I don't know... None of us were alive when it came out. So I don't know if it came with the hype and the, the gravitas... Like I let me look to see did it Make did it win awards? I think the only reason I watched this movie was because it was mentioned in another movie, and I was like, "Well, I've never seen that." Yeah, Ready Player One. No, Twister. Oh, that was great. Did not expect that. Yeah, I wish I would have just watched Twister. Yeah, <laughs> I, I am. A, that would be a movie that I'd like to watch right now. That's a great one. Thank you. Well, the book is radically different. Um, Jack Torrance isn't all? really the villain. He is the hero, they but you like... o- you're only guaranteed that, like, it's ambiguous a little bit, right? But you're only guaranteed that knowledge if you read Dr. Sleep, which is the sequel, where Danny is a grown man and he realizes, oh, wait, my dad had The Shining too, which is displayed ever so obviously in the movie. Because Jack is right. constantly talking to ghosts. Right. Oh. And he actually saves his family by blowing up the hotel. In the book. But not in the movie. He's the villain. Yeah. He is the villain. I'm not seeing he's anything like, for... He's trying to moiter him. So... Angela, did you watch this because it was on your poster or because you wanted to watch it? Um, because it was on my poster and because Chloe wanted to watch it. Oh, okay. My 15-year-old. Interesting. Okay. So we watched it together. How did she feel about it? She agreed with me for, for most of it. There were... You know, once once uh, old Nicholson starts getting crazy and things get more intense, she got more into it. But. Yeah, it's it's methodical, and if I mean, you got to be really in the right frame of mind. Like I've seen two thousand and one twice, um, and I didn't really like it either time. I mean, maybe I just couldn't get there. I don't know. Have you guys ever seen another one of Kubrick's works? I've seen 2001. I've seen Clockwork Orange. I've seen The Shining. I've seen Vanilla Sky. 
What else has he done? Has Vanilla Sky his? I don't know. Or Eyes Wide Shut, sorry. Yeah, Eyes Wide Shut. Yeah, I think every 13-year-old boy saw Eyes Wide Shut. <laughs> I've not seen that movie, actually. Oh, Aaron, it's a no, orgy fest, you. buddy. No, thank you. Nah. And you get to see Tom Cole Cruise Kidman. and Nicole Kidman have sex with each other. Yeah. I'm not that I'm not that attracted to Nicole Kidman, so I'm leaving that one. And well, you know they're good at, at acting like they like having sex with each other. Yeah. Tom Cruise just stares in a mirror and sees himself and gets hard. I don't know if I was Tom Cruise, I'd probably see, I'd be like, mm-hmm. Look at that. This is Mission Impossible. You'd be doing the Patrick Bateman move. Oh, speaking of that, having uh getting aroused by yourself, the boys. I no. can't wait to talk about that. <laughs> so the Angela, boys is great. Did I can't you watch wait me? for Jensen Echoes. Sorry. Well, it hasn't started yet, has it? I know. No, it hasn't. Okay. I can't wait, though. I'm so excited for it. Did you watch anything else? Um, yeah. I watched uh, some more. I, I, I sleep-watched some more Supernatural. And I watched, uh, or I stayed caught up on The Rookie. Um, no one gets kidnapped again. <laughs> no one gets kidnapped again. Ends up the hero again. Looks like he's gonna be a training officer. That's his new path. That's what he's gonna work towards since he can't be a detective. Um, the racist cop got fired. So see you later, Brandon Routh. Yep. Bye. Uh, Racist cop, you said the guy who was uh it was very surprising that he could play somebody you hated so much. Oh yeah, he's yeah. so he's like so he's nice. So repugnant. But in repugnant. everything else, that is fantastic. a fucking dope ass word. Oh, he's he's just the worst. Yes. He's Yeah. It's 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 bad. But he's delightful under normal circumstances. I love him and Zach and Mary. Oh my gosh. He makes me, he makes me so happy. With what's his name? Brandon St. James? Uh, Brandon St. Randy. Brandon St. Randy, that's it. Oh, yeah, that's Brandon a name? Randy. It's uh, Justin Long's character. You've never seen it's Zach and Mary character. make a porno? No, I have. I just didn't remember that portion. It's surprisingly oh, it's a sweet movie. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it's it is a good movie. It's like very very like tender and sweet. It is. And oh my god. Guys, I'm so sorry. Can I rip off the word tender? I did something embarrassing. Oh, great. Yes. It involves something being tender. Yes, please. Yeah, Here we I come know, to AA Rons. So I did something I, embarrassing corner. Stop I, being I had to get my my second shot uh to yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I wore a hoodie to get the first shot. And I was like, oh, gosh, dang it. I had to take my shirt off. So or my hoodie. So I was already embarrassed. So the second time I'm there, I'm like, I'm not going to do it. Well, I wanted to be comfy. So I grabbed a hoodie. Totally forgot about it until I got there. So I'm sitting down in front of Army Man and a lady. And I'm like, oh, man, I forgot to take my hoodie off. And like, so we're sitting kneecap to kneecap in folding chairs, guys. Like, because he's about to give me a shot. And what does Aaron's simple brain say? Stand up and take your shirt off. Oh. Well, I didn't move away from him, so I was like, uh, Nut genitals to chin? in face, t- 
take off my shirt, but it lifts up my undershirt. So now I'm just like nipped out in 12 year old happy trail looking down at this guy. And I'm just like, why, <laughs> why has this just happened? And I'm like, I'm hard. I'm embarrassed guys. Like guys, I, I don't feel very strong about myself at this point. And so I sit down and he gives me the shot. I swear to you guys, I, if I wasn't sick today, I would have thought I didn't get the shot, but my words were, did I get that shot? And he went, yeah, buddy. And I'm like, well, your hands are just so tender. I barely noticed. Stop it. Like, oh my God. Oh my God. Why did I say this out loud? Why did I say your hands are tender to a man in the military <laughs> while already showing him my nips and, and my wow. trail? He must have That's thought you were trolling for ass. Oh, guys, it was so embarrassing. It was so utterly. I, when I told I my wife, speechless. she shook her head. She literally, she's like, why? Like, why did this happen? I'm like, I don't know, Galen. I don't know why this happens to me. Your hands are just so tender. I didn't know. I was like, Slide why was that the cock. word? Why was that my fucking go-to? <clears throat> what about that said go-to Do you want to see what's at the end of the trail? Oh, wow. Yeah. That's now Sorry for the word. Dick! Sorry for the word association, but I you didn't want to lose that. You should have just ran that, out of there. Story. Yeah, you should have sprinted at him first. Well, I ended up leaving <laughs> two minutes later, because as I sat down, I was in suburban Ford, which is about as big as, like, uh, Ford Field. And then uh, the alarm went off, and they did a full emergency evacuation, and people were running away with guns. And I'm like, am I supposed to be getting up right now? And they're like, yeah, you got to go. And I'm like, I'm in my like, waiting time. Because they told me I have to wait 15 minutes. And they're like, you have to go, sir. There's like 200 people. Like, it was it was awkward. I wasn't the fastest person there. Why was, was like it being? Or something? Yeah. I, I don't have that answer yet. I really would like to know that answer, but it's not on the news. You just ran There out. was a lot of military people. There was like 60 military people outside and maybe 200 people outside. It was weird. Hmm. But that it's was so after weird. two. That was 120 seconds after I showed my chest to a military man. That was a good little side. Oh trip. my gosh! I'm sorry hey, about that. Aaron, you are magic. Oh, yeah, that's the end of those All right. How do we pick back up in the recommendations from there? Matt, what'd you watch, buddy? <laughs> um. Well, or did Angela finish? Hold on. Did Angela finish? I cannot remember what I was talking about. All right, well, if you remember, we were we'll... sleepwatching Supernatural. I'll ask you in between. WandaVision. I watched All right. WandaVision. We'll talk about that momentarily, we'll Matt. That at the end. I also watched WandaVision. Uh, then I didn't really watch anything. I played a new video game called Sea of Thieves. That sea was fun. Of thieves. Sea of Thieves. Yeah. Sea of Thieves? Oh. The famous Sea of Thieves. Yes, yes, the one that pirate game. me and Matt were playing with my sons. Ah. I'm a big fan of pirates. I always have been since the old Nintendo oh, days. It's oddly a game where you can, like, it, you, like, really have to work as a team to, like, get your ship somewhere. Oh. Yeah. Because they don't, they don't make it so you can just drive the ship. You need to have someone up in the crow's nest looking out for rocks. You need to have someone watching the map to make sure we're headed on the right heading. It's pretty wild. Did you enjoy it? Mm-hmm. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun. Um, I think we got killed by a... A Kraken, yeah. 
We got killed by a Kraken. There were a couple other pirate uh, people that also killed us a couple times. And that wasn't that fun, but uh, the rest of the game's pretty fun. Um, it's neat finding you get all these treasure chests you just find randomly. You it's can odd. shoot yourself out of a cannon. That's fun. Because you got to like really, it seems like, I don't know, Matt, if you agree with this, like you got to really commit some time to this game. Yeah, if you want to get anywhere with it, for sure, because uh, I'm guessing a lot of the stuff that you have to use to, like, for for instance, kill the Kraken that we shot at, like, a million times, I'm guessing you have to have... Something else. Some yeah, some specialized stuff, like a magic cannon or something. Right. That costs, like, 50,000 coins. Right. Oh, yeah. But it was it's definitely fun. But, I mean, it's it's very RPG-ish. You really got to get in there like D&D &D and get it's some time to it. Yep. Okay. Angela, did you I remember like what that. you, what you uh, didn't talk about? Is it... It's a quick question on the pirate thing. Is it similar mm -hmm. at all to, like, Assassin's Creed Black Flag or anything like that? Not in the slightest. It's very cartoony. It's first person. Um, yeah, it's first person. It's an MMO and not a first player game. Uh, one player game um it's it's the only thing that's associated with in any similarity is pirate yep the map is very big too yeah mm, i like that and it's a beautiful game yeah the graphics are surprisingly good for a game that's awful cartoony yeah it's real cartoony let me uh go to our huh. feed here and i'll drop you in a picture interesting Okay. So you watched WandaVision too, you said? And that was it? Yep. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty much it. What about you, AA Ron? Uh, so I finished Ready Player One, the audiobook. Absolutely fantastic. Read um, by Will Wheaton? Will Wheaton. Yes. And, I, and everybody I've talked to, and I'm like, yeah, I watched the movie Ready Player One. It was really enjoyable. But gotta listen to the audiobook. So I finally did it. It was really good, the audiobook. Um, it's one that I would potentially re-listen to, but it took away from Ready Player One for me. I enjoyed that movie so much. Like I thought Interesting. I thought it was gonna be like mind boggling, but there is no way to take sixteen hours of a book and dr and drill it down to mm -hmm. uh two and a half or two hour movie. And something I thought they did well was how they integrated... So this is what I would call an adaptation. Uh, um, kind of like you don't need to follow everything, per se. Maybe if this was a trilogy, I could see it needing to be. Like, that's nine hours of movie, you could kill it. Mm -hmm. But, like, even the use of the one-up coin, um, the use of the bomb, the use of the mecha soldiers, rather than two, they had six. But how are they going to convey any type of specialty with 12 mecha monster like mecha godzilla every large creature ever well you could convey the importance of them by only having two or three rather than wasting an hour in that storyline so that's what i was impressed with like it took the spirit of the book so well and made an enjoyable movie that old you're not going to find a lot of people maybe about 50 who love it but like i can't even wait to watch it tonight i've already started it and i'm like i'm looking forward to watching it again it made me like the book it made me like the movie more that's what I would say. It made me like... I can see that. I can yeah. get the lore behind it, and now I'm like, yay, that's how we got it! And that's what I'll 
I would have recommended anybody to watch that movie first, then read the book, and you're going to have a blast. If you read the book first and watched the movie, could absolutely see how you would never like it. That makes sense. I like but how like, they... I'm, I loved it. I like how they included the coin and the big bomb in the movie, because that was one of the mm-hmm. coolest parts to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. It was the uh, aha Absolutely. Moment. I didn't know if you're aware of this, but there is a large group of people who absolutely hate Ready Player One. I think it's everything that's wrong with um, both books and movies. I I have talked to a lot of those people. Those people are stupid. Where they're coming from, but yeah, I'm going to agree with Matt there. I'm, I did this more in preparation for Ready Player Two that has come out, and I have heard. I talked to a friend of mine, Josh McKevitt, and he just finished it, and I was like, so. Uh, well, what he th- I said, does it does it stop what happened in the first movie? And he went like, nothing's going to take away from Ready Player One. He goes, but I enjoyed the book. He goes, it was fun. If you're go- if you wanted to go into the world of the Ready Player Two, that's what you're gonna get out of it. And he's like, and I just had fun going through the ride. So I'm really looking forward to that because I think the people who hate it are I think those troll. I think that's trolling for right now until I hear it. Well, I think. I don't know. I haven't read the book. I just wrote somebody's write up about it. Is that Wade Watts becomes the villain? I, absolute power can corrupt indefinitely. So I'm I'm in indefinitely. That's not the statement, but I would I look forward to it. And I, I'll tell you guys. So everybody remember this. Aaron is open minded, and when he gets there, if he hates it, I will be very forward about it because I do not like I don't like bad stories. Of books. Oh, speaking of bad stories of books, I gotta ask you about Renegade Star. Yeah? You hated it? I'm with I'm in like the first forty minutes. At what point do they stop ripping off everything and make an original story? Uh I would say so each book is roughly nine hours long. I mean each uh, audiobook is nine hours long. Each book is about four and a half. I would say book two to three is where it branches off into stuff that has not happened in any other book. I see some similarities um, in Expanse, and I see some similarities in Firefly, but as they go on, I enjoyed it quite a bit. But yes, no, I, I le- legitimately, I know what you're saying. I mean, he's Han Solo. Rip off in the beginning. I put him more as the captain of Firefly. He's, yeah, well, which is a ripoff of Han Solo. Okay, so then, yes, back to Han Solo. Yes. He's that Rip dashing rogue. You know? Yeah. It's just, uh, it's, fun. it's so derivative. I'm like, okay. Plus, I don't get like the guy reading it. You don't like Luke Daniels? No. Oh. Well, I I will say say this. If you don't like the person reading it, you're probably not going to like the book because that has impacted many books for me. Just not enjoying the person reading it like it's irritating. Mm. Interesting. I don't know if it's quite because uh, that's one of my favorite things. Jim Dale bad. Jim Dale's bad. But this guy oh, man, so far, I... he's only used like one voice for every character. Mm. It's like, uh... well, so I will say this: the character group building in this book. Almost everybody other than one person, two people, are repetitive characters. So by the end, or I'm going to say by book like four or five, you got a group of 15 to 20 people of very distinct. And I, I found it to be very 
different. But if I remember the first book correctly, it is a lot more inner monologue, a lot more of just him talking of what he's saying. So that can be repetitive and boring and annoying. And especially considering if if the aspect of the ripoff of Han is going to get you now, it probably will. We'll see. I mean, I'm, I'm like 40 minutes in and I was like, yeah, he's flying a fucking spaceship and he's got a little robot buddy. It's. <gasps> oh, so you before. haven't even. Okay. Listen, let it get into the story. There is a, a very good, like, has he gotten his first package? No. All right. Then I'd give it there for a second. Cause it's an interesting, um, when he has to, when he gets a big fucking block from a nun. Okay. Give it there. That, that what I would say, if you don't like the storyline from there, then it's, it's very redundant on that. It follows those, these three main characters through the whole, uh, octology, whatever we want to call it. 15. We'll kind of say this. I can't remember like the first one I heard. It might be world war Z was like a really big one where they took a book and just had each character narrated by a different person. Almost like a radio hmm. play. Yeah. Um, there's that's been X Files books um, that did that, where Duchovny yeah. and Jillian Anderson came back. Um, I Every really enjoy that. They even had the Smoking Man. Yeah. Yeah, they had Smoking Man on that. I've done it for Greek, uh, the history of Greek, uh, a Greek history. That's okay. a fantastic one. Um, there's been a few here I, and there. There's a whole series oh, on yeah. if you get Stitcher Premium, you can get where there's Wolverine stories. That's arousing. It's hmm. they're really good too, and Wolverine is voiced by Richard Armitage, <laughs> the guy who played Dick Face McDwarf in The Hobbit. So that's Thorin. my favorite dwarf. I want to finish the last uh, last two real quick, and then I'll okay. pop off. I watched the I don't it's not Pixar, but maybe the Universe. The people who did Big Hero Six, <laughs> correctly, or Disney. Yeah, not Disney. The uh, no the oh my god. What's the Isn't it white Disney? hairy creature? Abominable. Abominable. Oh, Abominable. Blue sky? No, no, sorry. Who does Dreamworks. Abominable? Dreamworks. Thank you. I enjoyed it. It was cute. I loved that little Abominable snowman. Ups- and he had like a little cute power and the girl was really adorable. The kids watched it. They enjoyed it. It was reminiscent of like a Big Hero 6 type of movie. A little more adult, but cute and had some funness in it. And I watched the last five episode of The Boys in a a power five hours with a buddy of mine, Justin Evans, who does listen from time to time. Hi, Justin. And we needed to finish it, and it you're gonna hate this, and I know we'll have some conversation on it. Watching those episodes of The Boys made me dislike Wandavision even more than I already disliked it. And I've watched, I did it so I could, I watched WandaVision so I could talk with you guys about it, but I, it, it was so good. The boys was so unbelievable. The twist they did. I had an absolute blast watching that season two, and I cannot even wait for season three. And they just did a fantastic job. So I, I, I can't say don't watch WandaVision or anything like that. Cause I got to finish season it. two, but the boys season two was out of this world when yeah. yeah. Have you watched the first episode? Or, I mean, episode, have you got to episode five? No, I think I'm on an episode like three or something. Has anybody else watched the uh, season two? We have, yeah. yeah. We have. I about lost my shit when he went back to that cottage and he met the director. Mm-hmm. I, I about died. I, I could not even handle and control my laughter. I was just, those, those people are bastards for doing that. I, I was dying. 
Um, I just don't want to spoil anything for Matt. It's definitely... It's definitely it's like good. I liked I liked the boys, but I don't think it's better than WandaVision. I think they're two separate things. I don't think you can group it's, them together. I, I can because Wanda uh, Marvel did it to me. They tried to make a television show out of a, a a potentially good movie per se, but WandaVision right now is is forty minutes, right? Forty minutes per. And there's seven of them, so it's 280 minutes. So we're already at six hours. Yeah, but here's and the thing about the boys. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The boys oh. is only telling the story of the boys. WandaVision is going to be a bridge to uh, who knows how many number of movies and other TV shows. You mean the Marvel it ain't, Universe? It ain't worth seven hours, man. It definitely is. So, I mean, this is your opinion. This is my opinion. So we can, I know. Dis- no, we can I know, agree to disagree on this. That's kind of where it hit me, though. Is like seven hours is Avengers Endgame. Hang on. You know, but hold on. Episodes of episodes. amazingness. Yeah. Hold on, Aaron. They're 30-minute episodes. WandaVision is also a part of a chunk of 20 other hours of film that we've all enjoyed and loved. And it's not taking away from that. It's only adding to it. And I think... This is the first time, you know, this and The Mandalorian, Disney Plus, maybe HBO to some extent, you're getting TV shows that look exactly like a movie. Like Those no- episodes, it didn't get even hot and have some good information. Like, it's 30 to 40 minutes, 30 minutes, let's say, of just, like, goofy things happening, like an old 70s and 80s and 90s Which, which episode are you and on? And then they, like... Yeah. I finished, I'm on episode, I finished the one that you guys saw yesterday, episode 7. And you still think it's just being goofy and weird? I'm probably not going to finish it and read a recap. That's, that's how much I did more. I was, I was glad. Two more. There's, I thought there was, yeah, nine. Okay, then two more episodes. So. And the episodes are 37, 41, 34, 36. Hold on, hold on, that's neither here nor there, Aaron. Like. Yeah, well, she said they were 30 minutes each, I. I'm you're not. They are forty. You're you're just gonna give up on it because you love the Marvel movies. Not every one of them. So because one isn't very good, you're going to not watch. I'm wondering what where they lost no, Aaron. Where's I'm, the disconnect? I'm I'm gonna continually watch Marvel, but I'd rather read a twenty minute synopsis of this movie because if I'm good, it was just surprising to me. Like I could, this would have been an amazing movie to me. Like I couldn't even like a two hour, two and a half hour movie. They could have done so much, even if it was a two parter, but for as much time that was in it, it was so repetitive. Like the little goofy things that happen. Like I didn't need to see those arguments between her and uh, vision or the children aging four times. I needed to see it once and then continue on to the story. And when comparison of how a lot of these movies progress, of Iron Man, like I want to watch Iron Man again. I would watch almost any. I, I would watch almost any of them again. But this I don't think I mind. could give another six well, and a half hours into it. This is I like, think it's, it's well written. It's good information. No, 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 no. It's but Aaron, it's in the format that it's it's meant to be in. So, like my thing is, and this is again, it's just my opinion. You don't, you're not Disclaimer. wrong, but. This is the format that the makers of this whole thing intended it to be in. So it's not like 
they're offering it to you in a way that is some sort of sacrifice or some sort of thing. They're giving no, it to you in the way that it's intended to be watching. So if you say it would make a better movie, you're saying, I don't like this. I think they did this to try to compete because they're moving into a world where a lot of other studios have gone. Marvel doesn't have a lot of the I, obviously. I know we're talking. We can talk Punisher and all that, but like the Marvel that we all know from movie watching, right? To try to grab a different type of audience to maybe bring us into the Cap and Winter Soldier and any of that. And I just don't think they hit the mark in the way the boys have hit the mark. The killing have hit the mark. A lot of television shows that can, True Detective shows that can actually convey a good sense of miniseries. Tell me once when True That's, Detective one. So there we go. That's where I disagree with you, though. Itself. I think that this show movies. is amazing. Right? Oh, I can see why. I can see why you love it. Me, just personal. I don't yeah, think it's I, repetitive. I, I think that it's uh, it's kind of groundbreaking and it's unique. There's no other show like this. Yeah, the kids only age twice, and I think Wanda and Vision arguing uh, back and forth is part of the storyline. As much as it happens, uh, you know, it's kind of integral to what's going on, because he wouldn't... Right, nobody knows what's going on. He doesn't mm -hmm. know what's going on. Wanda's not 100% sure about what's going on. Now we have this new Wanda. character who I still think isn't the big bad. Meg. This character is also a foil for some other big she's bad. She's one of my favorite people in the show. I love her. She is. I, I hope she's in a movie. I love her so much. They are only thirty minutes long too, because the credits roll for like eight minutes. Eight minutes, yeah. Right. And there's some scenes at the end. One. Only the last episode. As far as I know. <laughs> but I mean, there's so some imagery minutes, in that seven, last episode when you get into uh, Agatha, right? That's her name. So if this in the end will end up being four hours. And I what, just, but I don't understand what the problem with that is. It's four hours. I, of you know, I think the first, I, I, the first two episodes didn't even sour me. I listened to Angela and I, I got in. And I was like, hey, this is cool. And it didn't. To me, it just didn't progress. It's just talking in that same timeline that they're confused. I think I probably would have been happier if they. Even if it was a three miniseries or cut out some amount of it, but it's, it's the same thing for you sometimes when a movie's two and a half hours and you're like, could you trim this mother effort by 40 minutes? Sure. And if you really sat down and looked at this, could you trim this by 40 to 60 minutes? And the answer no, is because yes. now you're talking about getting rid of episodes. Two. And I, I think every single one of these episodes is integral to the plot. I wouldn't want to get rid of any of them. See, TV and movies aren't the same to me, Aaron. They're not, like, I don't liken them in the same way. I would say that there are, there are definitely TV shows out there who have filler episodes. I don't think this is one of them. But those filler episodes usually only comment because you've got 22 episodes you're trying to put on TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're going to do nine. I, I so this is what you call it. all killer, no filler. And I think they're killing it. interesting a lot of good points it made me it made me feel a little bit like also production value of uh the same as every abc released show ever it looked the same obviously produced by the same it's abc disney but ah, i just liked wanda and vision so much I think they're just absolutely badass characters. I love Wanda. I, in no way, shape, or form do I think a single piece of acting is left on the table. 
Um, but I just it felt like the I would only care to have seen those people frozen once, and then moved on and shit started happening and he began investigating rather than two to three times because I think I'm used so to weird. the pace. <laughs> I'm used to yeah. the pace of a Marvel movie. They see something. But they, this isn't a movie, Aaron. This is a, but it's, it's a Marvel, TV show. Though. It's yeah, Marvel. It's characters. It's the, you said huh. you don't view them as TV shows or movies. It, no, so I said that don't. I view this as a TV show. I don't view I, this as a movie. They're two different things. Like kind of like how absolutely. you said, Ready Player One, the book, and Ready Player One, the movie, should be viewed as separate things. This is like mm-hmm. the same thing. I think <laughs> it might be. This might be my segregation. It's really hard for me to change <laughs> that view of. It's Marvel. I'm just used to a Marvel reaction. Um, and then there's like, like storyline. Th- What's behind it? It's fucking dope. I just want to throw this out there too, okay, one. buddy? You just you're talking about the boys, which is a complete ripoff and twist, right? It's a ripoff and twist of current property. And now you you've like tried to sell us on this book, Renegade Star, which is a 100 percent ripoff. But when the, when a studio further, does something though, so completely original, something that I've never seen before, all of a sudden it's a problem. What was well, same for you, maybe even Stanley Kubrick. But what is what is the new original? They just took a Marvel character and made a TV show. No, they're they're telling the story in a way that's never been done. The, well, the shows that they're ripping it off for have been done. Have you ever seen a TV show the like this? Modern Family? Modern Family had a whole subplot where there was on. other entities changing and <laughs> moving around the world. And No, Aaron, it's a completely new thing, buddy. That's never I, been done. What? No, what is? What were the people moving all over the world? What was it? I, what are they moving all over the world? No, the, they're, they're people a... moving these pieces around the world. Someone's playing a game. We can't see who it is. Doctor Strange? Seen it? They're having a world within a world. They're it's in, not Doctor Strange. They're, in a they're, large a, they're going to introduce no, a I've brand new character. They're going to add to the MCU in a way. Yeah, I, and I look forward to it. I'm not off of them. I'm not off of this, and I'm I'm going to try Cap and Winter Soldier. I'm going to, and I think the story behind it is utterly fantastic. I'm not getting away from that. I love the story. I love the concept. I love this like a uh, simulated computer almost like a vr environment that they're in i love it it's just like, like i watched this prior and post to the boys i i had really high hopes i episode three hit me and then four five and six were uh then i watched the boys and then i watched seven and i went all right you could have done that two ago and i love the story i just don't like the execution of it it blew my mind i was very surprised myself because I think it's still good. I have some... I just want to add a few things here. Like, you say you've watched... Isn't the boys like 40 minutes? Yeah, isn't they're hours. An hour long? 45, some an hour, yeah. And it's following definitely a smaller group of people. Uh, well, it's definitely a smaller world than what the MCU has created. It's smaller, of course. And Absolutely, we, yeah. We have... For WandaVision, we have a world that we're not... We're not quite sure what's happening, when it's happening, and how it's happening. There's a lot of what ifs. In this we know world. when. Well, we, you didn't really know when until the episode, episode three or. Oh 
three or four yeah. yeah three or four is when you found out when because we took a lot of guesses at things because we thought we knew what was happening and that's kind of what i like about marvel you think you know but you really don't they just take it off and go in a different direction and for the boys for me it's kind of like a very harsh world like realistic and there, there's another aspect of this we're ignoring Oh, I had a question, though, for Aaron. Have you seen any of the other Marvel TV series? Like No, and I think that is a big hindrance to this, but I've not seen any of those people from movies down to TV, and I think that's the hard part for me, is that these are movie characters that I've grown into love in a movie setting, and it is just a big shift. Because if we almost added up all the time Wanda and Vision were on screen, and every movie they've ever been in, it wouldn't even total up to the four hours that we've just, or the three hours that no. we just watched. The and I think so that's the, a tough thing too. I think the future of what we're going to be seeing too is going to be on TV. Well, I think they're trying to change because of how the world is changing. But if we look at Marvel Not, as I mean, a TV show, like first was. Uh, Matt, you're going to have to help me here. It was Agents, Agents of, of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. But then, yeah. what was but the Agents one? of S.H.I.E.L.D., I guess, is no longer movie canon. Hmm? It come was at that. first. Yeah. It started hmm. to be, because I, I watched that. it for quite some time. But there was another Marvel show. Was it Legends? What was it? Legends of Tomorrow. I can't no. remember the other TV show. Uh, <laughs> oh, Cloak and Dagger? Was that the other Marvel one? There I was don't, a few. I don't know what you're talking about. Digger, the Runaways. There was uh, the Runaways. The, yeah, there's a few yeah. others out there. Those aren't actually MCU canons. They were never meant. Yeah, they gotcha. were never meant to be. So, allegedly, the Netflix shows were supposed to be MCU, but that's, that's but they're never. Yeah, they never tie into anything ever. Yeah, Charlie Cox is supposed to be in the new Spider-Man movie. Gotcha. As Daredevil, but we'll see. But I definitely could see an evolution there of the TV that they were trying to do and trying to make it. I don't think by any means that they could get movie good. There, There's just something about a movie platform that you have this time to where you can develop characters and your story to your climax to this amazing thing. And then this awesome, like a TV show, know. it takes time. I'm a little split on that, though, because I think you can tell a better story on TV nowadays. And I think uh, COVID has a lot to do with what's going on. I think Disney made a choice. They were like, we can release a movie of WandaVision. We could release more MCU films. Or we could branch out into TV. And I think they made, you know, they, they're doing a little bit of both. But uh, I think even the actors have kind of had to make the choice, like, are yeah. theaters open around the nation? Well, it's also wouldn't you want to go out on top? Yeah, if you're if you're Marvel Studios, wouldn't you want to just leave the film industry on top? And fans are clamoring for more, but you can't give it to them at the rate that it would yeah. take to to make movies. Plus the cost, the expense. Maybe they saw the writing on the wall and they're like, you know what? HBO is killing it with TV. Netflix is killing it with TV. Even Hulu is getting some original series. Amazon's doing well with TV. How about we start producing some TV shows? And then The Mandalorian really hit hard. Like, okay, there's something to this. Yep. You know, and there's, I, no, sh if, there's no shame if, in that game. 
is if they could have made this a little then you know what uh shannon that was a really really good point about the roughness and the reality of it if they could have made this like a 10 p.m disney uh abc show versus the 7 p.m that every person in the family could watch i'd probably have a little more because even in dr strange and dr strange is not fisticuffing everything that he does there was more fighting in Doctor Strange's first 10 minutes than there is in this. And that's also a tough change for me from two very physical characters in the show. And so Maybe that I've... was tough. Yeah, there... Where's, where's the fighting? Where, in Doctor Strange, he's mugged in a freaking alleyway and then goes into training in this. There's no, like, fighting. And this for, is uh, obviously well, she, anytime, Anything yeah, that would be that brought is, to them, Aaron would be no fight at all. These are the two most OP <laughs> characters yeah. in the and MCU. That's that's very tough for me. And you say, hey, Matt brings up a point too. They branched off into television. It's their first one like this. And it is. It's a movie down to a television show. Mm-hmm. And, for, and it felt like DC trying to make a real movie versus one of their tunes, which are bangers. But when they branch into movies, they don't do as well so i'm really i don't know man i think they're hitting it out of the park though that's where i i don't know what's missing you or maybe we're all collectively wrong too i think they're absolutely killing it they're they have a new format i I have no argument they're they got this new format they've got great acting great set design great concept there is something going on and i think the reason why you're not seeing any fighting is because wanda and vision have already been defeated by something well, Vision's Fine. dead. Just, that's you know, not it's, Marvel to me as well, much. It's going to be Mephisto, probably, as you see the like the devil carvings in Agatha's basement. But now we got Proton has been added to the superhero list. Did everyone watch the latest episode? Yes. Mm-hmm. Which was okay. really dope to see her turn into a superhero. Mm-hmm. To hear those quotes from yeah, that was from Captain Marvel. Cool. Yeah, that was pretty like. That was the moment that gave you goosebumps, like what the Marvel movie did. Like when I was watching Superman and I was like, what? <laughs> this is not real. These are drones. Like that was that magical moment for me. I was like, what? <laughs> you have that like moment. Um, but like I had this feeling that Agatha was bad from like the beginning. Like but she's I, not bad. But we don't know what she is. That's the thing. It's Agatha like, in the comics is Scarlet Witch's friend. And her mentor. She, yeah, she might have always do it this way. I don't. Some of the so. comics, she's she's kind of off the. Off she's the hero very gray in her loyalty. I do understand that, but it's very likely we're going to see Mephisto. At this point, I'm I'm convinced. I don't think we're going to see him for a while. I think we're going to see him this season, and then he'll be a big part of what goes on with Loki. Because <sighs> there's Mephisto imagery in the Loki trailer. Yeah. Very interesting. Because you got to have an overarching big bad. You do. Right? Thanos was the guy behind everything that happened in the MCU for 10 years. Why can't this guy be the new one? Don't know. Don't know. Not a bad point. It'll be interesting to see. We will see. Who doesn't love Catherine Hahn, though? Gosh. Who's Catherine Hahn? Uh, Agatha. Agnes. Oh, that's what I'm saying. I love her. 
She she has just killed her. She's she's doing great. I really if she wasn't already super famous and super awesome and everything, I would say this was her coming out party. And maybe to a lot of people, it is. Mm. Right. She's amazing. She's she's amazing in everything though. Mm-hmm. She Goodness. is pretty damn good. Like when she did the scene where she first broke character, and she's like, "Wait, you want me to do that again?" Right. I was like whoa like she made me feel really uncomfortable i was like damn like she projected it at that tv that's why i say the acting on point the story Mm. on point it's those the little connectors i just didn't have like i love it for what it is won't ever rewatch it my only critique so far is probably angela's same critique i just want some more paul bettany I want so much more Paul Bettany. Oh my gosh. Yes. yes. I want Paul Bettany but in my throat. The amount Ugh. of time it takes him to get into makeup, I can understand I why know. he's not on screen that much. Yeah. I know. Just have him in his normal whatever. I don't I'll take him in his normal. I don't need him looking like Did you see when he hair. had long hair, Angela? When his yes. hair was like almost a little bit of a bowl cut and got like wispy? I was like, it Oh was gorgeous. shit. I, I am aroused. It. And when he was wearing those high-waisted jeans, like, shit, did he have a marble ass. <laughs> Britain's ass. Could Britain's hold the bowl on that. You're bouncing quarters off it. <laughs> Throw me some. So, like, murder in it. I don't know. We know, A.A. Ron, that it will only take something simple to switch you around. So, hopefully, in the next two episodes... <laughs> So that is good. That we spent good. a long. It's time not an offense to you. Talking about oh, it's not an offense no, to you. I'm it, it, it'll flip your shit. switch and you'll be on board with us. I can't wait. Uh, I don't know, man. I no, know, no, no, I, no. I'm just gonna say he's not gonna like it at all. I'm, How about that? I didn't get to talk about my recommendation. We will all talk about a recommendation still. I knew it was gonna piss you off when I brought it up. I was like, I gotta tell Joe this. Oh, I'm not mad. So sad. Fall asleep. Be like. See you later. Definitely not. You didn't make me upset, Aaron. No, I was just. I'm, I'm like. Gonna, I'm gonna read about it. I'm, I'm gonna like read uh, about it when it's time. Almost mystified that. by you because you love the Marvel movies so much. <laughs> I love them. They are the greatest thing. Like who doesn't want more of that? Anyways, uh, who didn't do the recommendations yet? I didn't. Shannon didn't. Aaron, did you finish recommendations? Because you started. Oh yeah, I knew we. I got us into Wandavision, as I already knew it was going to happen. Okay. Because I was going to, I was going to bank off the boys. Big shot. All right, Angel or Angela, Shannon, George, whatever the hell your name is. So I luckily finished Star Wars Rebels this week with my kids. Great show. Highly recommend it. Um, Gosh, I think it was four seasons. The way it ended, <laughs> I still have questions and I'm upset. I want more. What show? It leaves Dave you Filoni, rebels. give it, me more. It leaves you on a cliffhanger. I hate you. Um, I was like, what's the next thing I can watch? And they're like, what but do you mean? But casting rumors this week, the dude who played Aladdin in the live action Aladdin remake is going to be Ezra Bridger. In Mandalorian? In Ahsoka. <gasps> Ahsoka's getting her own TV show. You knew this, right? Ooh, no. That's yeah. Even- exciting so so we'll get to see what happens to ezra there were things that i saw in rebels that was mentioned in the mandalorian and so now i'm going back and watching the mandalorian again trying to put some of these pieces together based on what i heard um just the storyline with thrawn uh ezra sabine uh, Bo-Katan, Bo-Katan. the dark saber 
So a lot of this stuff now is, I was like, oh, that makes more sense. And it helps me kind of fill in the gaps for a story. Plus you nice. get to see, you know, the rise and fall of Darth Maul. Yeah, that was very interesting. Uh, very touching. Him. Very touching, though. Right. It's not the character I thought he was. Like, in the movies, you s- he seems heartless. Like, just did When we read Darth Plagueis, the book, did that recolor Darth Maul to you in any sort of way? It did. And I was How like, he was really? just a pawn used by Sidious. Oh. He was never even... his. Uh, Maul was never even a Sith. It's very what? interesting. Yeah. yeah. What? He's just... He was a... He was like a, a plaything Sidious had because... The Sith are only two Aaron, and there was Plagueis and Sidious, and he just started recruiting Maul just to be like a little assassin on the side, his like little side piece. Maul was never a true Sith. He was just because Plagueis only ever wanted power for Plagueis, or I'm sorry, Sidious. Not confusing at all. Yeah, Sidious only wanted power for himself, Palpatine. So I highly recommend it. If you're a Star Wars fan and you haven't seen the Rebels, it is worth watching. The episodes are short. Um, now there, is, there are filler. There are <laughs> Rebels filler. is a, definitely a case of it's not all killer. No, but it kind of it fills in, like I said, gaps for you and helps you learn about the Star Wars world. And I think Dave Filoni does a fantastic job. And tell me now, Kanan Jarrus isn't one of your favorite Jedi. Mm, I hate you. Yes, he is. And Good old Freddie Prince Jr. That was that's him. Yep. Wow. Yeah. So I watched that. Um, we had power outages. Good old winter storm. And I downloaded Chef with John Favreau. Johnny Favreau, Mr. And, Mandalorian himself. Uh, watched that. It was great. It was a great rewatch. Wow. Yeah. I, like I, I forgot how much he swore in that movie. I forgot how great I liked that movie. Like it's that, really good. It's just a heartfelt good story. Chef. Yes. It's That's a movie? Yeah. Check it out. It's on Netflix, buddy. I thought it was a TV show. There, it's, it's one of those, too. He, after... Um, goodness, years after, he created a TV show where him and... Roy Choi. Roy Choi cook together, and they go into famous restaurants with the same truck from the Chef movie. Roy Choi was the technical advisor on the movie. But he's taught, not taught in him the how movie. to cook. Yeah, Kogi's in the movie though. His his food truck. Yes. So a good thing, um, and of course, Angela, I have slept watch so much Supernatural. Yes, she has. I am on season eight. She's almost to the point where uh, I see a Mark Pellegrino a lot more. So. And you know, we said that the Leviathan season was awful, but there are some really good episodes in there that I don't want to forget about at all like yeah it, when he it's not season time, nine of scrubs no it's not there are still some really great things that we get i'm <sighs> in season eight season That's eight so where sam is possessed by gadriel and we have metatron yeah. yeah yeah no metatron will ever be as good as alan rickman no agreed I'm like a Ken doll. Anyways. But those you are people. recommendations on my behalf. Of course, I watched WandaVision. Um, but R- Res- Alien... Re- what is it called? Resident Alien? Resident Alien. Oh, is my still gosh. killing it. If you haven't checked out the show yet... Episode 4, Two Dicks Slayed Me. <laughs> there was a line that just... 
he, he's talking to uh, i'll say it okay he's talking to a cop and the cop's like i know it i know it in my balls and Tuta goes you shouldn't listen to your balls they're nuts <laughs> he goes, I and that that is what it is right it's a funny joke but he's he realizes he made a joke because he's becoming more human with every episode yeah. and he does his awkward laugh ah a great great show like it's a definite switch over from you know like superheroes and the boys like it's Hot. definitely derivative as well. It's it's, it's like Northern Exposure stupid, meets stupid boring TV. Like meets funny. Twin Peaks. Yeah. But Tudic is so good. It's great. So those are my recommendations. Joseph. I watched a movie on Netflix called Red Dot. It is some sort of Swedish movie. I'd say skip it. Okay. Sweden Thirteen Platten Burden. Not very good. Uh it's Okay, it really all depends on whether or not you like subtitles or not. Love them. I love subtitles. <laughs> so if you love subtitles, turn on the native speaking language and just read the subtitles. Now, the subtitles don't make sense either. So they did a better job with the dub as far as translating into a way we would understand. However, the voice acting is horrible. Don't open that door. It's kind of like that. So it's really hard. The story is interesting. It's about this couple who go on like this retreat together because their marriage is struggling and you find out why their marriage is struggling and it's because they killed a kid by accident by running them over a few years ago. What um, happens to the best rough. of us? They never go to the cops. They just drive away. Uh, they run into some people on the road and they key their car because the girl's black and the guy's white and they were, they're being racist. And so you think it's these two guys trying to chase them through the mountains and try to kill them, but it's not. It's the father of the kid they killed. So it's... Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. And it's called Red Dot because the red laser of a sniper rifle. Um, I'd say skip it. There's better versions of that movie out there. Yeah. Uh, Shannon also... Me and her were also watching a French TV show called Lupin oh, yeah. on Netflix. <gasps> Lupin. Is it good? Um, it's real good. It's another one of those situations, though, where yeah. the voice acting for the dub is middling in some points. But it's pretty good. I also watched uh, Pullman, not Paxton, in Sinner Season 3. It... Yeah, so I started watching that. Season 3? No, season one. Oh, you didn't start with season two like I did? No. What? No, I didn't. <laughs> Why didn't you do that? What did you did you did you do what I did with the boys where I accidentally started I finished the movie? Finished the show before finishing the series. Yeah, oh, it's shit. uh I can't even talk. That's saddening. It, it was very famously something I did. Yeah, I watched season two by accident on fir- at first and I was like, Oh, by the time I realized that it was season two, I was like, I'll just finish this and I'll go back. They're separate stories. They don't really rely on each other. So, you know, it is what it is. Season three has Matt Bomer in it. Who you might know from Magic Mike or White Collar. Mm-hmm. He also voices Superman sometimes. Okay. Um, it's quite good. Like, Sydney. it's quite good. Okay. Uh, I don't know what the fuck TNT is doing over there. <laughs> but, like, this is a really good show. 
Like it's kind of bonkers. I like TNT shows. They yeah, you know, it's like they? they're like the sleeper, right? You don't expect nothing good to come out of them because it's it's TNT, right? And some but of them pops. They put out good stuff every once and again. Hmm. Um, yeah, watch it, man. Uh, I I it's like got so curious too because Bill Pullman is getting like increasingly more like physically disabled on the show. And I'm like, I have to go see if this guy's okay. <laughs> like, is there something like, wrong really with him? Think? Yeah, like his whole thing where he he doesn't turn his neck in the show. That's all a put on. That's part of the character. I didn't know. I was watching interviews with him, and he's acting normal. And wow, then he's, he's also really got convincing. Yeah, like I legit thought that there's something wrong with him, like with old age or I something. I was really right. I was really concerned about him. I'm okay, like, so what's this character? He, wait, what's this character he's playing? He's playing the police detective. Sheriff. I'm not a sheriff. He's a detective. Not a sheriff. You're right. You're right. He's uh just so it seems as if Angela. I don't know if you've caught on to this yet that he's so emotionally uh, wound up that it's it's having a physical toll on his body. Yeah. And in season what three, is the show again? Sinner, the Sinner. Sinner, what? The, the first three that? seasons are on Netflix. The first one has Jessica Biel. Um, and they're basically they're not about they're not whodunits. They're why whodunits. So you immediately know who the killer is for the season. You got to figure out like he's trying to figure out why. So it's a very different motivation. And it's all psychologically based. And it, each time one of these cases comes up and then they're spending a whole season on it, you're also revealing something about Bill Pullman's character. He's identifying with this case in some way. If that makes any sense. And it yeah. it is the most personal in season three with Matt Bomer. Dang. Yes. Hmm. Oh, I did want to mention one last thing before mm. we go. Are you oh, done? I have one more, but go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. I'm no, fine. you. Uh, well, you go first. I downloaded my Surface Unsolved Mysteries a while back, and during our power outage, um, my son Oliver's like, hey, let's watch this. And he goes, we, we watched it, and he goes, so what happened? I go, well, obviously, it's an unsolved mystery. And he goes, this is dumb. I kind of feel the same way a little bit. He really, like his dad. He's like, yeah, this is pointless. But then he's like, can we watch another one? I was like, but you already know that nothing's going to happen. Yeah, but I'm curious what it is. <laughs> like, <laughs> It's like he's torn like between those. it. He's like, mm, it's dumb, but I want to watch more. Yeah. I thought that was quite interesting. Uh, I listened to a podcast about the Piketon Massacre, which, if you guys remember from a couple years ago, is this whole family in Ohio got killed all in one night at their four different houses. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. It's like from 2016. No. Big news in 2016. Um, the, uh, the news at the time was that it was like a drug deal. Uh, they don't really know what's happened yet or why. They think it had something to do with custody, along with drugs, along with this, along with that don't listen to the podcast the first four episodes are good and then they just talk about the same things for six more episodes like the same exact topics with the same exact audio clip interview stuff and it's like well thanks for wasting my time Mm. you know wondery might make a lot of true crime podcasts but none of them are that shitty so um way to go wondery (laughs) 
awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Wondery. And finally, uh, the treat of the week for me was I rented Willie's Wonderland. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Good God. Oh, Nicholas Cage. How was it? Um, it's now, have bad. Have you watched Mandy? Did uh, you no, ever I watch Mandy? I'll have to watch Mandy. Okay. Yeah, this... Okay, if you're liking this is what he did in Willy's Wonderland, I think you will like Mandy. He, no, I've heard nothing but good things in this movie. He's not. He's like doesn't speak in Willy's Wonderland. I'm not sure that he has a single line of dialogue. Huh? Which for Nicolas Cage is odd, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's got a bunch of action scenes. Um, he looks like he's in good shape. He needs to stop just for men dying his beard, though. Yeah. yeah. But it is a teenage person of, like, maybe early 20s, maybe, yeah, probably teenagers, like, dream movie where it's a Five Nights at Freddy's type of movie. Is that what this is uh, banking off of? Yeah, it's a or some like, sort of okay. Major Magic style, Chuck E. Cheese style, Five Nights at Freddy's style, um, animatronic band at like a birthday kids place right they come to life at night and kill people the reason why they come to life at night I won't tell you I hope it's Nick Cage I know what it is (laughs) the ginger dead man it's the ginger dead man (laughs) Uh, Nick Cage is funny in it he it's I don't know that it's ever explained. I don't know, but like every ten minutes he has to take a break, or every hour he takes a break for ten minutes, his watch beeps. So he'll be like in the middle of fighting one of these animatronic things and he goes and takes a break and he plays pinball and drinks this weird soda and like listens to a song and then his watch beeps and he goes back to fighting. What the fuck? It's so weird. He is so weird. Yeah. Well now I'm just nothing but intrigued. Uh, it's definitely a movie we would watch for this podcast. That sounds bad. Um, it's closer to Miami Connection than it is to Samurai Cop. <laughs> but oh, maybe Samurai Cop's too rough. What's the one we watched last that was like, oh, the Mountaintop Motel Massacre? Uh. Yeah, it's it's more it's more in the vein of it's fun to watch. So I, I will recommend you watch that. Skip Red Dot. Watch Willy's Wonderland, guys. All righty. All right. Well, we've gone a little long today. We had to talk about WandaVision, though. I'm starting to think we should just do a separate oh, WandaVision yeah. podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll join it. Maybe just like uh, we can do an HBO show, which, holy shit, there's a new Kate Winslet show coming to HBO looks fucking awesome yeah i can't remember what it's called but uh i got caught on one of them youtube ads (laughs) and it said hbo so i'm like i'll watch this i'll watch the whole trailer for the show uh looks dope as shit so i don't know all right right, guys whoops that's the wrong yeah there we go (laughs) yeah i'm about to make love that's right baby Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, what do you guys think of WandaVision? Am I a fucking insane person? Or is A.A. Ron an insane person? Or maybe we're both right. Uh, 
We're not let us know. I know who I'm voting for. Let us I'm know. For me being insane. Movie dummies at well, I think we're all a little insane here. Movie dummies at gmail.com or go to anchor.fm slash movie dummies and click leave a voice message. We'd love to hear from y'all. But until then, or until next week. It's amazing I'm Joe. how strong that song was. I'm Shannon. Music is powerful, man. It speaks to a primal pit in our dreams. I'm a... So smooth. So rugged. So sexy. Boom, 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 boom. Now show us your dick! <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.